She's like, well, my sister chose that day to get married, so good for you. And she does, you know, a clap. She claps for herself. I, I don't know why she does it. I love my girl. She's a little dorky, but it's, it's cute still. I'm like, how is that good for me? I have to share my birthday now with somebody else's wedding. Weddings are tangible objects. You know, it's literally composed of just, here's a ring, you take a ring in exchange, here's a piece of paper saying we're together ideally for the rest of our lives, but if we feel like it, there's a thing called divorce, which is on the rise now because of, uh, hello, pandemic, people getting sick of each other, having to see each other 24-7, 365, since the majority of the year's been pandemic-related. And they're going to choose that day of all days. They got 364 other ones they could choose. Do September 13th. That's a Sunday. Do September 11th. That's... Just don't talk. Just don't talk. Yeah. <coughs> Who this? Those demons inside you? <coughs> mm. oh. Oh. Let him go. Oh, it's too late. Oh, I'm dying. No way. I can't believe this! Oh no, man, come on. Oh no. Don't die on me. God damn it. Don't die. Fuzzy. Somebody did this. Always worthy of applause. Simply for how spectacular I am. Not just something as in anything that I could be or I can imagine as far as imagination is concerned, but something spectacular more specifically is why I embody who I am and what I am and what I does. But who I be is who this, by the way. Who this is one on YouTube. That's the channel for me to get this video and some more stuff I got prepped and lined up in the next coming couple of days, weeks, etc., etc. Here comes the bride and the fucking groom. Let's hope that they don't break up soon because they took over my birthday. They won't give it back unless they sign a divorce. We don't need any of that. Or however the song goes, it doesn't matter anymore because I don't have a birthday no more for me. <laughs> this is a recap of the last uh, week or so. Considering my birthday was on the 12th, as I deserve an applause for that. 35 years young. I must emphasize and stress as I try to de-stress and decompress as much as I can humanly possible for not so much turning 35 again, to me, but more just uh, the working from home thing, the, uh, it's not even like I can point blame at the pandemic because it's affecting everybody in their own, its own way and manner. You might be working from home. You might be unfortunate enough to not be working or have lost your job because of it along the long-term run, whatever whatever industry you might have been in that was affected directly because of it. So much going on, so much to kind of decipher there. And I'm sure everybody's got enough going on as is, period, in life in general. On top of a pandemic of all things, just kind of wedging its way in there and, and nestling its way comfortably into our daily lives so much that now it's the masks it's the gloves it's socially distancing if you remember to do so because when i go to target 
There ain't no such thing as six feet from the people in front of me, which I try to be, but they don't. And then especially the people behind me, which they really don't respect six feet. They're right up my ass like they would be during normal times trying to get out of store in a checkout line, which I understand. It's of all things Target. I'm one of those where I don't even question myself or kind of debate whether I really need to make a Target run or not every day almost or every other day as I try to kind of limit myself on that. But I get it, it's Target. And I mean, the one near me, but Queens Boulevard's open till like 10 o'clock at night now. It, I remember when it was open till like seven or eight when the pandemic was like really like popping off, really new. But I try to make my run because, you know, uh, um, with my girlfriend, we live together, obviously, as I mentioned in past episodes, but also her parents live with us. I, I chose to let them come live here to do her a solid when they were in the midst of trying to find their own place, which I should have let them do, honestly, because not even to shit on them so much, but honestly, the slobs, the pigs, I get it, they're Russian. There's the whole language barrier right there because... They're not going to learn English because they're like 60 and up. Not saying they're dumb, but I don't blame them if they don't want to learn at this stage in their life. And also, I got no time to learn Russian because I don't care, first off. And second, I don't see it as a viable language for me to really benefit from outside of like yelling at them in their own language. So besides telling him at the time, I'm going to beat your ass because of whatever nasty habit you have that you're just abusing because I love your daughter so much, I'm not going to smack you upside your old head. You know, things like that happen. But that's besides the point. Right now, the point of the matter is, the first part of this episode was, I was alluding to something special for something spectacular, of course, which is the podcast and the show and me, myself, who this, to lead into this part of this episode, which will be entitled... Not birthday boy, but of all things, uh, you know, as far as how amazing that is to consider, I got invited to another one of these. This episode will be titled Wedding Boy Bitchin'. Because of all things that could have happened on my birthday, September 12th specifically, Back in 1985, when I was born, me, when I was a little infant baby, born prematurely, by the way, shout out to all the C-section born kids like me. I was born two months early, I think, according to whatever uh, medical emergency. Oh, yeah, I had the umbilical cord wrapped around my neck, and I was dying, so they had to cut me out of my mom's stomach. It was like that urgent of a need to do so. So again, shout out to all the C-section babies, anybody who might have been born like me under those conditions with the umbilical cords around the neck. And I think on top of that, I was like, gonna come out feet first. So they had to like slice me out of my mom's guts or stomach or whatever, however that works. Shout out to all the doctors who used to do C-sections back then. And shout out to all the women who had C-sections back then too that do the thing I've seen pretty common amongst women from that time where I guess the C-section scar or better yet said the way they will cut you up for the C-section was like painfully obvious. I'm sure it was painful. I'm sure they do some numbing thing, whatever they do to kind of help you not to feel the prolonging effects of a C-section. 
as they are literally digging to your stomach to dig a baby out, a whole nother life being. But there's that whole population of mothers who had the C-section babies who tattooed, I think it's pretty common amongst them actually, the either, I, I've seen only a few of them, thank God, either the tribal design that was popular in the 90s along the C-section scarring or more commonly, I think because I see mostly Spanish mothers with C-section babies, which they made obvious with the type of tattoo they would get, is like the flower arrangement, like kind of string of roses, the line of flowers, like ever so eloquently drawn, drawn, drawn along the C-section lining slash scar. So shout out to them too as well, because... I'm sure that's annoying enough and tedious enough as far as being a woman goes, as fastidious as it might be, to have to cover up the kind of scarring. I don't think they'd be embarrassed so much of it, but it's like, it's there. It's more of a blemish. It's kind of like how Kendrick said, you know, give me your real ass with the stretch marks. I'm with that crowd. I don't know how you feel out there, but I'm with that crowd as far as, give me a girl with stretch marks. I don't see it as something wrong. I see it as, uh, I guess the joke is, Tiger Stripes, you know, the bad ones always got the the marks to prove they've been through a rough enough life. And it, I mean, really, I got stretch marks too. I was so fat younger. I lost weight as I got older. So they're around my like my pec and my shoulder area. I got like a couple of stretch marks. So I can't judge in that sense or that realm. So I would think a C-section score would be considered around the same thing, but I can understand why they want to cover it up because... It looks like nowadays they're able, to, they're able to make either a smaller cut where you can blink and almost miss it, or I don't know how they do it, to be honest, because I haven't seen too many of those. And the only way I've seen those was from, like, bikini pictures from, like, what they would share when they go on vacation and such. So that was the only time i really seen them, but i seen enough to know, okay, C-section. That's what she had. At least one of the kids was born via that route, which, again, Shout out to everybody who gave birth to C-section babies and whoever was a C-section baby like me. Just wanted to point that out there and have no shame. Don't, don't be ashamed of having that kind of scar or proof that there was an urgent need to get that baby out. It's fine. It's, it's the circle of life. I guess that happens. But you know what else happens in life? You have to learn to share. And in my case, on my birthday, 35th edition of my birthday, who this is born day I had to learn to share by force because guess what when in boy bitchin is this episode it's titled because I had to share my birthday of all things no actually not that it deserves one of these with a wedding not just any wedding I mean not just a random stranger not just somebody you know I met or my girlfriend met like along the way not to far off ago where it's awkward you barely know them but you get invited to the wedding it just so happens it lines up timing wise like that and such no this is my girlfriend's sister's wedding younger sister got married to a guy very nice guy shout out to both of them they're good people you can't complain about that can't take away from them in that sense but what i will say is this my birthday it's like they ripped my spirit from deep within my chest, wrapped, presented it to the crowd and said, hey, this is a wedding you're at right now. 
So we get all the envelopes full of money. We get all the allaud and the applause and the praise and the well wishes and the blessings and may you forever stay together and blah, 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 et cetera, whatever you say to people when they get married as the couple and shit. Oh, but it just so happens to be that guy over there, the one guy that ain't Russian, painfully obvious by the look on his face, just like that right there, that big old dummy right there. It just so happens to be his birthday too. But but it doesn't matter. He's already had 34 of them. This is the 35th one. We'll just, you know, give him a quick little shout out. Maybe some point throughout the ceremony, acknowledge it, whatever. Kind of maybe even give him a pat on the back or a slap on the head because he's a big old dummy. Look at that face. Is that really something you'd be proud of? Even if you are the guy that owns the face. I'm proud of you, though. See? So proud I touched myself. It's, it's on video. You can see proof right there, but not in a nasty way. I touched myself just to know that and let myself know I love myself. See? Winner. Winner chicken dinner. But yeah, I had to share my birthday this past September 12th with my girlfriend's sister's younger sister's wedding of all days. Now, they had this prepped from a while ago. Had this in mind. They've known each other for a while, the couple, I mean... My girlfriend's sister and her now husband, which, of course, she took his last name, of course. So, And and it's odd enough, too, because she's Russian. He's Russian. They met here in New York, I think. Been together for some whatever long time they've been together for. And of all things, they really kept it Russian because the wedding was uh, 90%, I want to say at least, Russian comrade. Everybody there spoke, of course, you know, the language. I didn't. There was a couple of people there that obviously spoke English. There wasn't going to be anybody, nobody that didn't speak English. It wasn't like they just had the thing like Brighton Beach and uh, had it all down there. No, it was in Jersey, uh, Pier 14. It was nice. Oh, and by the way, God damn it, they stole my wedding idea of what I wanted to do on my special day with my special person as well i wanted to have it on a boat which i know it it probably ain't nothing new snooty rich people white people do it out on long island or jersey all the time probably but i just wanted to be like you know for the sake of it being smaller more intimate more personal with only the ones that kind of matter like the real ones the the day ones ones kind of friends or whatever she has few to no friends i have a little bit more than close to none so it really would have been a small tight-knit group eventually not eventually to like say never or trying to put it off till god knows how long down the line but more like when it comes time because with the pandemic you know things got thrown off they had this plan from before the pandemic obviously because i think people normally plan around like a year in advance plus whatever so I, I think they might have asked, no, they were actually going to do it earlier, like summertime, June-ish, May-ish, whatever, normal time for a wedding. But of course, that was planned before the pandemic. The pandemic hits, everything gets shut down, closed, reduced um, amount of people, whatever. They can't do it then. So when they're told they have to move it to either the following year or further down the line to see when they might be able to get it again, of all days, of all days, they choose the 12th day of September, 
which happens to be a Saturday this year, 2020, pandemia mania year 2020. Of all things, and and this is this is what baffles me because my girlfriend, by now, uh, this November will be going what four years together now. Uh, might as well be one of these down the drain. Uh, excuse me. You know she would know when my birthday is. So as soon as her sister tells her what day they chose, September 12th, it's like, wait a second, that's his birthday. I can't do that to him. Like, and she knows me by now already too. Like, I try not to, or I was so busy beating myself up and down on myself. I would do it to myself. I wouldn't let nobody else do it, but but me, myself, and I. Like, I don't want to celebrate. I don't want to do this, whatever, for like 34 years. But finally... When 35 was coming up and creeping up on me, as you can tell by my face, kind of, and my hair. No shame there. Can't hide it anyway. It's obvious. I was going to be like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to celebrate. Maybe nothing big, of course, because pandemic won't permit that. But at least acknowledge it, embrace it, own up to it, and just be proud of how far I've gotten so far, even if it hasn't been that far down my ideal road at 35. But now 35 is like, a milestone setting where I can only get to from here and then some and so long and so forth and whatever. So I was pretty much in in the mood of like, you know, trying to live it up. But then I get the news after the fact. She makes no mention, my girlfriend, I mean, that, oh, they're going to do it September 12th. But I try to convince her to do another day and this, that, the other, because it's your birthday. It should be about you, whatever. No. It's like, nope, September 12th. That's the day they chose. Like, I have to look at her like, wait, uh, you do remember what September 12th is, right? She's like, yeah, your birthday. Oh, actually, she presented it to me like a joke because she likes these jokes that aren't really funny, but they're more joking about making my life a joke. So she's like, oh, guess what, baby? It's like, what? Half the time, I got to be like, what? Because I know it's going to be one of those bad jokes. Especially when she smirks before she says it, it's always going to be something at my expense or my cost. So I'm like, what? She's like, oh, guess what's happening on your birthday this year? I kind of get excited because she didn't hint at it or say nothing about it at all. We haven't even discussed the wedding around that time. And it was kind of early. I should have been suspicious because it was like about five months removed from my birthday. So I should have been more suspicious, but I was like, oh, okay. My ears perked. What? Guess what's happening on your birthday? It's like, it's the 35th time I'll have successfully revolved around the sun in the same position on this same planet slash floating rock thanks to gravitational pull. I'm just a year older and wiser in the same exact spot I've been last year. What? She's like, well, my sister chose that day to get married, so good for you. And she does, you know, a clap. She claps for herself. I I don't know why she does it. I love my girl. She's a little dorky, but it's it's cute still. I'm like, how is that good for me? I have to share my birthday now with somebody else's wedding. Weddings are tangible objects. You know, it's literally composed of just, here's a ring. You take a ring in exchange. Here's a piece of paper saying we're together ideally for the rest of our lives. But if we feel like it, there's a thing called divorce, which is on the rise now because of a hello pandemic. 
people getting sick of each other, having to see each other 24-7, 365 since the majority of the year's been pandemic-related. And they're going to choose that day of all days. They got 364 other ones they could choose. Do September 13th, that's a Sunday. Do September 11th, that's a Friday, even though it's 9-11 related or whatever. Make that tragic day into a happy day, at least for them, since they're New Yorkers and they should know by now 9-11 should be respected and all that. And I go into a whole tangent and, and a rant, I guess. Not angry, but just like kind of like baffled. Like what, why of those days, of all the days possible, that day? She says, oh, no, but it's good to share. It's good luck. It's good fortune for you because it's a wonderful, blessed day. They'll be together, united together. Oh, and think of it this way. They'll never forget your birthday because it'll be on that same day, too. But it's like, well, what about the 17th anniversary? Are they really going to give uh, 35 plus 17? Uh, 52nd birthday of mine. And they're still together 17 years later down the road. They're going to purposely remember to give each other anniversary gifts. And on top of that, give me a gift for the 52nd time in my life or the 17th because they know me for that long officially as a couple now, whatever. I mean, I guess that's okay, but still, can I get something for myself for once? Or at least can I get the one time I'm going to live up and own up to my day? Can it be my own day? But no, for as long as I live now, it's going to be forever shared. It's not even my own no more. They just took it from me. I have no day officially now. If there's such a thing as a legal process to change your birth date legally, of course, then please, someone have it enough in their heart to be kind and share that information with me. Do I have to move to another state and do it? I I'm willing to do it because you know what? I, I can't commit to sharing my birthday with something like a wedding anniversary from this point moving onwards. Because what if they get divorced? God forbid, of course, you know, I'm not wishing that on them for the sake of it being about me on September 12th from that point onwards. But God forbid, again, I'm not saying this because I want it to happen. I'm just saying because... Things happen. What if they get divorced? Then September 12th becomes a bittersweet day in the sense of, oh, that's when I married this fucking guy. That's when I married this bitch. And now I got to remember because it's still fresh in my memory. Oh, yeah, and on top of that, it's this asshole's birthday, too. 43, who gives a fuck? Whatever. You dickhead, take a fucking cigar and go fuck yourself and burn yourself, too, while you're at it. Or something like that. You know, I, I don't need that agita. I don't need that. I don't need that bad voodoo of on my day of all days. You know, and I'm really trying to come around now to celebrate, you know, and, and son of a bitch. You know, you know what I had to do for my birthday on top of that? Not even on the day of because it was Saturday. The shit got done late. My birthday birthday got done late. We got back from the wedding so late, I just fell asleep as soon as we got back home and I got out the suit. On top of that, I got to dress up. I got to dress up in a suit and tie and all this bullshit too, which I hate doing as is. I've hated doing every time my mother got the chance to do so when I was little, I couldn't really fight back or whatever. And period. Unless I got to go to a job interview or something. Then I'll dress up. I'll play the part of like a schmuck, a cuck in the office looking for a new position in the company or whatever. But on top of that, 
I have to dress up in a suit and a tie, and the shoes got to get shined, and I got to tie my own tie, and I got to, every time I do it on YouTube, I keep getting the wrong video, and then there used to be this old, like, how to tie a knot video from this Indian guy with a super heavy accent, but at least the visuals were clear enough to know how to tie the tie. I think they took it down finally after like 15 years to my misfortune. So I had to like dig day of of the wedding in advance before I went myself. How to tie the fucking tie. I finally did it, but it was wrong. The, the, the skinny end was longer than the fat end. Pause just in case I don't know anymore. I was stressed out. Uh, I had to do that on my own. I had to learn how to fold my handkerchief and all that shit. I got to dress up to be nice to a couple. Wish them well forever and ever. Hopefully they stay together like that on my birthday. Of all things, of all days, I have to do that. And then to boot. Listen, ceremony was nice. They're a nice young couple, nice looking, good looking couple. You know, obviously I can say that as a testament is my girlfriend. She's the older version 1.0 of the, I'm not going to give the last name, obviously, them, they don't want that out there, of her family. Younger sister is the one that got married, it's like 2.0, so it's all right. I mean, just touch up the motor, fix the engine here and there every now so often, but I'm good with her, she's pretty, is my point I'm making, so I'm good on that end. Nice young couple, good looking couple of people, getting together, married, whatever, all that shit. Ceremony's fine, even though I needed, like, the uh, closed captioning in English for me because everything is Russian. The MC speaks a really heavy Russian accent. They're playing these games and making these jokes in Russian. My girlfriend's trying to be nice in the sense of trying to include me as far as, like, halfway through the joke, she's explaining it. People are laughing. I don't know what. what. I barely know the numbers in Russian just because when I work customer service on the phone lines at the company I'm at now some years ago... I had to work on a Russian transportation line for, like, the elderly folks, set them up so I would kind of know the numbers. Zven, Zvetiri, Dua, 742, whatever, starting and all that. But then I'd lose them along the way. But um, that's as far as I got with Russian, Betty had said. Then, on top of all that, ceremony's nice. They look good. Everybody's happy. Everybody's having a good time, whatever. I'm genuinely proud for them, of them as well, too. Wish them well. I'm learning to cope. It's my birthday. I got my cake waiting for me at home because it's the next day as I was eagerly anticipating my ice cream cake, mouthful of it just dripping out the sides and all that too. Me busting out the seams with a massive birthday cake related gut pause afterwards. I don't know anymore. But then, how do you feel about this? I would think, and I've been to weddings before too, a couple of them, matter of fact where I could swear on everything, almost everything, they would announce when the birthday cake, birthday cake, excuse me, see, see? When the wedding cake was about to be shared. But I don't remember hearing anything. I wasn't drunk. So I'm pretty sure I didn't hear anything or better yet said they tried to take the cake hostage because all I saw was a really pretty tall ass cake getting the ceremonial picture where they cut it, where they split it, they're about to cut it into pieces to share amongst everybody there. It might have been like, what, 50 people, something like that at the, at the ceremony itself. I see the staff take the cake. There's three of them because the cake is that awkwardly tall and built and lanky looking. They take it to somewhere in the back 
to share amongst themselves. They're going to do their thing with it, obviously cut it up, slice it up, share it amongst everybody there. But then half an hour goes by, an hour goes by. Oh, we got to dance. Oh, we got to drink. Oh, meet this couple over here. They're nice. They speak English, so that's good for you too. Oh, meet these old folks here that speak nothing but Russian, but you know, it's okay. You'll be able to share and laugh and just smile, look cute, whatever. And next thing you know, I realize on the way back, the, the... the Uber back home, I ask, hey, wait a second, did you take get a piece of cake at all to take with you? Did you get to taste the cake? No. This girl doesn't fucking eat anyway. She's one of those skinny, skinny girls and sister fat just because they're able to pinch like a, a, a millimeter of skin on like their cheek. Uh, uh, hello, epidermis, largest organ on your body, the skin. So of course you're able to do that. That's not fat, you dummy. But I ask her and she's like, no, I didn't taste any cake. It's like, well, what happened to the fucking cake? We didn't get a cake. I mean, I had my cake at home waiting for me for the next day because I, I've settled for that. And it's not even my day no more, so it's not that fucking special. But I'm thinking at least, okay, I'm going to get a piece, a good-ass piece for me, considering I'm the birthday boy, on top of having to share their wedding day with my birthday, which was first. I'll get a good, nice, big, thick slice. And I remember on the fucking Uber back. I, I just put it in the back of my mind because I, I, I purposely made it about them. I'm trying to share in the moment and their joy, whatever, and, and literally put my birthday in the back seat and try to forget about it. The, the, the angst I felt. But I didn't even get a fucking piece of cake of the wedding cake. And then I got a Texas sister like, oh, uh, whatever happened to the cake? And not angrily, of course. I'm trying to be civilized and adult and nice about it. Two. So I says to her, oh, by text. How about that cake, though? I mean, it looks so pretty and nice. Did anybody get to taste it at all? I just said point blank. She's like, no, because the staff fucked up. They put it somewhere, and I guess everybody was preoccupied dancing on the deck of the ship. It wasn't that cold that night, so we was able to do that. Uh, I guess getting drunk because, you know, uh, Russian. And totally forgot about the cake, so they had to take and they had to take all this cake home with them, the couple, and got married, and got the taste of the following day. So I'm not going to be like, okay, get your ass from all the way out in Brooklyn to over here in Queens, and let me get at least a piece of that fucking cake. I'm not going to be demanding like that. I'm trying to be nice, after all, but couldn't even get that to go. Couldn't even get that for me. But it's all right. It happens. It's one time a year, one day a year, that now I don't even get to myself. I mean, listen, is it fair? Is life fair? No and no. But it's all right, it happened. Now I just got to live with it. And now I just got to hope. Now I got to be like the guardian angel, per se, to make sure of all things, on top of that, they don't get divorced. They stay together forever. Not for the sake of marriage, or their well-being or blessings, which I genuinely do wish them well. They're a nice couple. You know, I'm with her oldest sister, my girlfriend, which I'm happy with every day. We share, coexist peacefully. I mean, we argue, but it's mostly like she rants about one thing, I rant about the other. Uh, things here and there, like we kind of nitpick at each other, but it's not. It's never anything bad or serious. It's just like, you know, we're cool with each other for the most part. We just kind of like make fun of other people more than anything. So 
she don't under, she doesn't understand democracy that well, and I don't understand whatever she has in mind that well either. She's a book nerd. I'm more about my games and podcasts and whatever, which she don't understand still, but we respect each other's thing enough to be like, okay, you do your thing, I do mine, we have a common meeting ground. I'm slowly but surely, yes, getting her into wrestling. She knows a lot of people's names by now. She hates on all the girls because they're all fat, according to her. I, I don't see how, unless it's like Nia Jax, which is legit fat or thick. Not a bad-looking woman, actually, but just she's she's heavy, heavier, or leaning towards heavy, I guess. Or I guess just to be safe, just call it thick. It's all right, too. Uh, Shout-outs to her, I guess. And most importantly, The Rock, her cousin, you know, much more successful cousin. He's also pretty thick himself, pause, but in the sense of these humongously jacked arms and these fucking traps, which are seen to be inhumanly impossible at the age he is. But I guess growing up thick bodied like he always been, pause again, it's not really that hard to do, I guess. But yeah, <sighs> wedding boy bitching. Here comes the bride and the fucking groom. Let's hope that they don't break up soon because they took over my birthday. They won't give it back unless they sign a divorce. We don't need any of that. Or however the song goes, it doesn't matter anymore because I don't have a birthday no more for me. It's all about 36 till the day I drop dead. It's going to be about them first and foremost. And then if my, oh, well, you know what? When and if I have kids, I'll make sure they remember daddy's birthday. Enough to be like, that's the first thing that's on their little obsessed minds until, you know, they get to that age where they're teenagers and they don't care about you no more and they you know, flip you the bird when you say good morning to them or pack their lunch for them and wish them well genuinely, but they're too obsessed with just like ignoring you completely or denying your friend requests, whatever. But while they're young and still able to understand that the parents are, or at least know better than they do because they've been alive longer and they're dinosaurs compared to like, you know, chickens in a chicken coop, whatever, they'll be excited about my birthday. So at least I'll get hopefully a couple of these familiar sounding sounds on my birthday, hopefully in the future, not near future. I'm not ready to jump on that bandwagon just yet, and not ready to bite that bullet as we speak. Kids, I mean. But soon enough, hopefully, let's see. A Russian wedding, a joyous occasion to count the drunks. I mean to take in part of wishing a lovely young couple, Russian-speaking mostly, a very happy wedding and a happy life together, and the best from here till the end of time. Don't get divorced, because then that'll taint my birthday even more than it is already because now it's not even special. I got to share it. But I guess all in all, in a nutshell, it's the universe's way perhaps of saying, hey, if you're going to enlighten yourself, if you're going to be that intelligent of a spick speaking as I am, that one, who this, you need to learn to share. And it all starts with, of all special days, your birthday, September 12th. It's all right. I'll share it, learn to coexist with that, as we all should amongst each other. As I like to say, let's be more focused on being assets 
instead of assholes. Because we all got opinions, just like we got assholes, the infamous sayings. But maybe try and be an asset to each other, be nicer. I'll be an asset to them and not an asshole because of my birthday getting stolen from me and lifted off of my soul and spirit. But it's all right. I'll learn to share. Something spectacular. That's something I share every single time, every single episode with all of you out there who listen, who watch. Again, youtube.com backslash who this is one on the YouTube for the visual format of the podcast. The podcast itself available audio format wise on all DSPs, meaning iTunes, Spotify, if you got an Android phone, it's there. If you got an Apple phone, it's there. If you got a BlackBerry for some reason, well, it's not like I didn't have one 10 years ago or something like that. I used to love the iBerry because of the fucking the, the physical buttons, the keyboard, you can actually whatever. And the trackball too. I missed that. There was one that came out a couple of years ago. I almost, almost copped it. But the screen was tiny. It moved awkwardly and it wasn't as crisp as the Shout out to Apple. iPhone is. So I've been with Apple now last four or five years or something. And I, I don't see myself going back to Android or switching over unless something brand new comes out that's really like mind boggling, altering, whatever. But still, something spectacular, of course. Again, the podcast available, as I was saying, on all DSPs, wherever you get the audio format of your podcasts, it's there. Look for it. Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Podcast, I mean, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. I think I said that already, but still, you know what I mean, and you know what I'm trying to say. Something spectacular. Myself, who this? Check me out. This is wedding. Boy, bitching. Cue the bells. I wish I could say for my birthday, but no. In this case, I mean, till the next anniversary of this well the first one actually so it won't be the next one until number two but for now let's see how far long we get till the first year anniversary of that wedding aka and slash more importantly something spectacular who this the host his birthday september 12 2021 i'll be 36 but no one cares about 36 unless you like the 36 chamber Wu-Tang Clan, all that stuff too, which by the way, who this is an acronym, just like Wu-Tang stuff where we usually take all N-words garments, I almost said it, I didn't, I caught myself, who this is who's hearing out that, D-A-T, urbanized, minoritized, emphasized, D-A-T, dat, intelligent spick speaking, me, check, check me out, excuse me, uh, I don't know if I had the burp or cough, but I did one of, one of the other right there. Who this? Something spectacular. Check me out. I love myself. Look at that. See, you can touch yourself and not have it be awkward. And show people, too. Yo, it's over. All right? It's over. It's over. Move the mic. Move the mic. Thank you. All right.